Originals. That's Bob the Dream Machine. from De La Soul. And Paz has been with us for a long time. Welcome to the podcast. So, how'd you get hooked up with gorillas? Mutual friends. You know, a friend of ours was just, a couple friends actually, was just like, hey man, you know who the gorillas are? And we was like, yo, definitely. You know, like, we love what they're doing. You know, the vibe is, is amazing. Yeah. And they was like, well, would you be interested in trying to like, uh, get up and you know, meet and put together some songs. And we was like, sure, why not? That's just always Dayla's attitude, man. We was like, you know, try something different, right. go into something with, you know, and try to make something of value out of it mm-hmm. with no preconceived notions. We was like, of course. And here we are, like family, yeah, you know, you know, when you fast forward to now. So now lay down the rest and wait for the morning hangover to come. Clocks on the wall, hope the watches on the wrist. It's the moment we relive. It's the moments like this. When it's time to get ill, we'll be so ahead of time. It's the moment we achieve. Best believe it's the moment. I bet. You know, it's all coming up to the 30th anniversary of Dela. You know, of you being the amazing Dela soul. I'd love to know the five things you would tell your younger self. If you ever met him in some crazy space-time continuum. Wow. Me, myself, and I. I want to start with girls. I would probably tell my younger self, uh, you're going to have some fun and let it roll. Definitely want to make sure he wore a little bit more condoms. (laughs) You know. Prophylactic. Not mad at the children I had, but, you know, caught a couple of crabs here and there. (laughs) Condoms, definitely. Yeah. But, uh... Fun, just I would just let him know. I would actually tell him try to get more. What? Because you know, I didn't know I could go there the way I did. did you do uh, When you know, when I look back, you know, I'd be like, wow, I could have went a little bit. I could have pushed the envelope a little bit more. So well, I would tell him to push the envelope. Get stuck in. That LL tour was amazing. You should have had that orgy with Easy E. <laughs> you know, let me not say names because no, no, maybe no, they don't no, want their names. Don't out say there. no names. But um. <laughs> So, what does the younger you need to know about starting out on things like publishing? Like, what is publishing? What does it mean? Publishing is pretty much for artists. It can be like your your social security, you know, really, when you think about it. You know, it's not a normal job where we just work and work and money's being saved and you can turn around. I mean, you should be trying to save your money, basically, but, you know... That is that is something that could possibly supply you with what you need monetarily yeah. for your life. So my younger self, I would definitely make sure right. he, he he would understand that you know this deal you about to sign with this 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 label, Tommy Boy. Like, talk to your lawyer to get this publishing right. Right. You know, so you don't have to spend maybe third album men fighting for what you deserve and stuff like that. Definitely. 
Alright, okay, moving on to piece of advice number three for the younger you. Recording. So if you're speaking to your younger self, mm-hmm. what is it? How do you get the best out of it? I would definitely tell my younger self to follow some simple rules that Prince Paul actually taught us, which was have fun in the studio mm-hmm. and um, always allow everyone in the room to, to get their idea in, you yeah. know, and then make something from it because that Makes has served us well. So with our question, I would make sure something. he didn't change that. Right. But to definitely pay more attention in the studio I mean it's great to have this creative aspect of yourself mm-hmm. but to then also pay attention to everything that the engineer is doing that you can learn from yeah. you know I think Three Feet High and Rising to this day is an amazing testament is an amazing album but I think it sounds like crap <laughs> we mixed like three songs and four songs in like in a day gotcha. you know and Paul was really cool about oh that sounds good yeah. let's move on but I would tell my younger self, tell Paul to sit the fuck down, sit down. and let's mix down, these albums, mix these songs way <laughs> yeah, better than we did. Because that shit sounds like crap. <laughs> when DJs try to play it up against someone else's music, like Tribe or whatever, it sounds muddy oh, and like it was recorded in like a frog hole or something. <laughs> frog hole. So yeah, that, I would make sure he recorded it better. So... Would you say spend more time on the final aspect of the product? Yeah. Just the whole recording aspect of these samples, everything you're taking, you know, make sure that you're getting the best quality, the best sound that you can out of them. Yeah. Definitely. Gotcha. And make sure that Tommy Boy was cleaning them goddamn samples. (laughs) I'll make sure he knows that shit. What do you mean by that? You know, we handed in stuff Mm -hmm. and Tom Silverman didn't think that this first album he loved it but he had no idea it was going to sell millions of copies he just thought it was going to sell like you know 3,000 copies in New York or something and hey we'll make sure they put out another album Mm -hmm. and it sold so many copies that you know Steely Dan and everyone else was like yo that's my record (laughs) you know what I'm saying so I would make sure that they cleared them goddamn samples let's talk touring is it what it looks like because it looks like a lot of fun man it was fun definitely for Daylight because um we embraced traveling. We we loved it. We didn't just think to ourselves, yo, let's just only go to London. We wanted to go to Brighton and everywhere else. So the aspect of that and seeing different things and, and just having it be affirmed to yourself that, wow, like I'm a Long Island guy from New York, but this person over here loves what I'm doing as well in Manchester. And, you know, and that connection it's nothing like it, man. It's it's amazing. So that aspect, I wouldn't have them change. I mean, I, I, I really, honestly, for me, as beautiful as it's been for us, I, it's not much I could tell him because I think we embraced it well and we 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 gained a lot of positiveness out of it. Um, you know, just taking care of yourself a little bit better on the road. You know, like you know, making sure you went to bed on time and not always party at all the parties because you wanted to see much and you know you didn't get worn out. Yeah, I would let him know, like, make sure you, you were on point with that. Oh, I get it. Kind of pace yourself. Yeah, definitely. And, like, see yes to everything. Try to edit. It's it's hard to say, honestly, because looking back, you know, doing all these interviews with the biggest magazine, the in-between magazine, and the college magazine, it led to the success, you know, coming into a town and then sitting in like some 
you know, um, banquet room and it's a whole bunch of press people trying to get at us at the same time. But then when you get the sound check, there's people that you got to do an interview with. But then afterwards, all that led to the success of Three Feet and Rising. So right. I can't, I couldn't tell them not to do it. Gotcha. You know, I really couldn't Don't tell them it. not to do it. Do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Awesome, man. Thanks. And finally, number five, merch, you know, swag, steez, smutter, clothing, cloth. I know you love your threads, my man. Any advice there? I mean, there's a bunch, man, but we had a, we had fun with it. I mean, I, I wouldn't try to tell my younger self, you know what, when you wore this particular bell-bottom farmer suit <laughs> at New York Seminar, don't hey. do that. It, it, was, it worked, man. And, it, hey. and it's cool that I didn't have people like, speech from Arrested Development and all these other different groups be like, you know what? That inspired me. Gotcha. So I couldn't tell him to not do it right. because it really affected how other people saw themselves and, and made them feel comfortable. I'm sure, you know, it could reaffirm for someone like a Andre 3000, like, yo, I can break out of my shell and be who I need to be. So I wouldn't make those bad... I wouldn't wear that shit today. <laughs> but... <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I think where we were experimenting and how we were just having fun with dressing, I, I wouldn't change it. Cool. Yeah. So, is there anything the younger you needs to know that I haven't mentioned before he sets out on the long road of life? I would honestly let him know to try his best to spend more time with his family. Gotcha. I mean, the success that we've been blessed to have has taken us everywhere. Even even now, when we can be away, but you know, a lot of times when my younger self was home, my head was still in the in the lane of all right. But what's next? Let me write the next best rhyme. Let me put together the next best song. Let me call Q-Tip and do this. And then my young daughter is sitting there and having fun with me, but I could have been taking her something. You know, places where that was better for her, you know, her environment. I mean, my oldest daughter was in the studio. Like, I had had her in my hand when I made Balloon Line State. And she came up seeing most deaf and tipping us in the studio making stakes aside, which was great for her. But I just feel like all my kids afterwards, you know, I could have done a lot more while I was home with them. And I would make sure that he realized that. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Peace to you. Thanks for listening to Gorilla's podcast with Diesel. Now get out. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Originals.